You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103. We're listening to Mark Goodman, and his big dick energy was through the roof today. Oh. Mark Goodman, 80s on 8. Love that guy. We're listening to Steve Winwood. This ties into our conversation yesterday because I, I love- feel like Valerie. I feel like oh. Valerie is a song that got second life due to a remix. Yeah. Right? Because yesterday we were talking about the rare moment that is when Bohemian Rhapsody gets three different charting moments in history. In 78, in 91, and 2018. It happened before, but it's very rare that a song charts in the Hot 100 three times. Valerie, I believe, due to a remix, got Second Life. A lot of people don't even realize they're seeing Valerie. Valerie, call me. Steve Winwood. So before we talk about Valerie, Mark Goodman goes, Hey, it's Mark Goodman, 80s on 8. Valerie Steve Winwood. Who, who is Valerie? I want to know. I want to see this Valerie. I want to see Valerie. Bang during goes, the 80s. No, he goes, I want to see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> and then he goes, same with Gloria. He goes, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Gloria and Valerie are friends. You know why he's wondering? Because he wants to double team. Call me Valerie. I'm thinking from Steve Winwood's perspective, right? This guy writes a hit song for Valerie. And then, of course, the, re- the remix was uh, by Eric Prids. Call on me, which was a big club hit in the 2000s. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> so what's up? So Steve Winwood writes a song about Valerie, saying he's the same boy he used to be, like basically saying, "Yo, give me another chance, Valerie." And you know what? Back then, I'm thinking there's a good chance that Valerie, being that there was less of a dating pool, she probably would have gave Steve Winwood another chance. I don't know the love story. Of Valerie and Steve Winwood. You don't? I don't. Neither does Mark Goodman. Call me Valerie. But my point was very simple. In today's world, Valerie would have been like, um, yeah. And, Bye. And then we made this. Meanwhile, meanwhile, a thousand guys have already blown her up on, on social media and, and Instagram and, and, and already just. She's dis- blown a thousand guys. She's blown a thousand guys. Don't go blowing she's anyone. She's not going back to Steve. Don't blow anyone on your my, way to the parking lot. Look, my point is this. In today in today's world, there's no chance Valerie is going back to Steve you? when she has a thousand other options Don't since the day Steve left her life. I know that. I know that. Cavino is making the point that Jake and Devin, who are both in their early 20s. Yes. He's saying that their generation no longer goes back to the bad ex because no. he thinks that we live now in a world where dating is so disposable where we grew up in a world where you'd break up at your yeah, high school Valerie or college and Steve sweetheart was always an option. No, you you would break up at your college sweetheart or your high school girl or whatever. You know what would happen? 6 months later like, "Yeah, we're back together." And you're like, "Yeah, how are you back together?" "Hey, we're working on things." That whole you know, everyone has been in one of these or remembers one of their best friends going back and forth multiple times with the same our, girl. Jake our, Jake and Devin are not going to do that. Our young man Devin here. Uh, oh, we talked about it on the show. Remember he was in that long-distance relationship? Yeah. He has since broke up with that girl. 
Yeah, and, and why he, would he ever go back though? He, when, when honestly, the dating pool is so large. He's banged, on both how many? Sides. He's banged like five girls since. Oh, and this was, Jeff, and this was one, honestly, uh, this yo, was a week ago. Spun, he's banged like five spun. girls since. But think about it; it goes both ways. Guess what? That girl and he's has laughing because it's true. But that girl has yeah. triple the amount of options that he has. So you factor in her. Oh, he's pretty handsome. Plus his options. Yo, if Devin, there's no chance of Valerie and Steve getting back together in today's world. If Devin is, there's no point. If Devin's 22 years old, our intern. And bye, Steve. Devin, get, get on the mic by spot, Devin. If, yeah, Steve. Good song, but bye. If you break up with a girl and you're 22 years old. If you were our, if you're, if you're our age, yeah. If you're late thirties, early forties, in the late nineties, two thousands, before social media really took off or did anything, you would, you would harp on the X quite a bit, and you would, you would always get back together, break up, get back together. You were doing a long distance relationship. You yeah. guys broke up. You pulled the trigger. It's over. There's no looking back these days. No, I, I have no like. Want or need to look I'm back not whatsoever. His heart won't hurt and it won't yearn. Not as much. But, you said, but not nearly you, you as said, much as Steve Winwood writing to <laughs> Valerie. You said in the car this morning, a young kid nowadays won't know the heartbreak we did because they are then bombarded with so many options. The heartbreak doesn't sit the same way. No, not even close. You know, people are so disposable, like you already said. I broke up in my the high school. The dating pool is so much larger. I, you you put those people on a pedestal like they were the greatest things ever and they can never be replaced. And, and, and you know, you were lucky to find someone else. Now, you have. he's banged five people since then. <laughs> She's probably banked 10, not to make your heart hurt a little, Devin, but Maybe women it. have more yeah. options, man. And that's the truth. So when you factor in both sides, Steve and Valerie are done in today's world. It doesn't matter if you write songs about them. They're done. They're done because there's no point in looking back. There's no point. The whole Why back not take your forth. chance with something different that might work? The whole back and forth occurred more often because... Dating pool was smaller, world was smaller. You'd, you'd break up with someone, you'd sit in your dorm room or your apartment, pine a little bit, your buddy would call you and be like, how you doing? You're like, oh, miss her. Oh, I'm never going to meet another girl like her. You know what you weren't doing in... And you know what you relied on? The phone numbers you could remember. Know what you aren't doing in the 90s or the 2000s. Let's think about how recent this is. Getting any? Well, oh. You're talking, a lot of us were single in the 2000s, and so a lot of us were single in the 20-teens. The whole social media, Tinder, Bumble. Oh, yeah. Uh, all, especially, there's a million of them, plenty of fish, bagel and a fucking blowjob. What is Jake that one? Loves, Jake loves grinder. Grinder, yeah, oh, for grinder. J what is the other one? Ba like a bagel and a schmear. What is it? Coffee grinder. Meets coffee, coffee meets bagel. Meets bagel. <laughs> yes, coffee meets bagel. Bagel and a blowjob. Yeah, is that bagel and a blowjob? Bagel and blowjob. Oh man. Hot dog meets bagel. Hey, look, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> What's the? Uh, uh, I've is seen it. Like a, isn't it like a, a, a Jewish one too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, J uh, plenty date. Of, uh, plenty of Jews .com? No, no, no. J date is that? One. Oh, farmers only. Farmers only. Yo, before all this existed, you'd sit home. Or you'd sit at home by yourself, act like a bitch, or you'd go to the bar and cry in your beer. Now, the minute you break up with someone, instead of thinking about, oh my god, am I going to get back together? Mourning the relationship, oh, you know. Am I going to get back together with Stephanie? Instead of thinking that, you're on Are you kidding? Tinder. You just, you just made your, your dating profile public again. You put that bitch on speakerphone while you're breaking up with her and you're setting up your profile. Oh, right. Yeah, the minute you break up with her, you're like, Ooh. You're off the phone, you're already on uh, Tinder. You're on Bumble and Tinder being like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Then, then you're like refreshing, refreshing. Oh, I got a bite. 
Ooh, tonight? Yeah, drinks? Sure. And let's face it, you're vulnerable, so even like mediocre chicks are getting the swipe. Absolutely. So here's my point. I've seen it firsthand, too. You know, my, I've seen my brother break up with girls. He's 25 now, right? And you see him, he's like, you're sad, yo. And that's the extent. I'm sad, yo. <laughs> you know, like he still goes on about his life and doesn't seem to be really affected. At that stage of the game... Because of when we grew up and how we grew up, we were devastated. You know, the heartbreak was real. That shit was was hurtful, painful, you know. And I'm telling you, the more and more time goes on and the more and more dating is just whatever <laughs> and cavalier and people are disposable, the less you're going to hear any thought of Valerie and Steve getting together again. Yeah. By the way, chicks, uh, chicks dig Devin's lavender-scented chest, don't they? His la he puts what lavender powder on his chest. Damn, yeah, that gets all the ladies. He's a lushy, as we discovered a few weeks back. What sucks now is that you could go on the internet at any moment and see exactly what your ex is doing. That would bother me, but then again, I wouldn't maybe be in that mindset. It goes both ways. That works both ways, and you're playing tit for tat. Now, I, again, I can't put words into the mouths of the millennials, but you know, Jake and Devin, please speak up. Do you honestly think that your heartbreak w was as bad as as maybe the ones we've experienced? When you think about, again, our options were limited to our town. Oh, hell no. You know, that girl yeah, actually, was that girl was everything to us. You said this morning in the car ride, Kavino said, yo, Jake's going to fucking Europe and banging random girls in random countries. Do you think Jake, uh, do you think a girl's ever broke Jake's heart? I met some girl in Paris. What happened yes. to a Paris girl that you were so into? What? What, what, ha what happened to a Paris girl you were so... You still talk, but yeah. you're off doing other things. Yeah. I mean... That being said, just because there are options doesn't mean your heart's not going to get broken. Of course, but, but I'm not, saying, at not the on the same, same level. level. Yes, I mean maybe I think you bounce back quicker. Yes, um, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, th that's I think spot. That's the roundabout point we're trying to make. The bounce back in breakups is way quicker. There's a lot of less people pining. A lot of less, a lot less women eating a pint of ice cream on their couch and guys sitting there moping. They're, they're just out and about again. Uh, ass cream. Donnie, uh, Donnie Pompidou brings up a good point. The entire success of sitcoms for us growing up has to do with exes getting back together. Ross and Rachel, Ted and Robin, Elaine and Putty, Leonard and Penny. A lot of sitcoms are based on that couple that keeps going back yeah. and forth. And I'm not saying they it, don't want to recast. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> and I'm not saying it doesn't exist and it's not going to happen because that's not true. But fewer and farther between. Again, I'll give you the, the scenario. In 1980-something, whatever it was, Steve... And Valerie break up. Steve writes a great love song or poem or letter, whatever the fuck the case may be. There's a good chance that Valerie might give Steve a chance again, right? In today's world, just to make it perfectly clear again, Steve and Valerie break up. Valerie's with another dude within a week. You have less time to let this simmer. Steve's like, wait a second. Valerie, how could you? She's like, yeah, Steve, it was great. And all, but I like moved on by... That, and that's just how it is. So, therefore, that scenario is less likely to happen. And that's really all I got to say about it. But I think we're in the same mindset. I wonder, though, sometimes. Valerie in today's world is not waiting around for Steve. No. Is it the mindset in which you grew up in or is it the mindset of the times? Let me explain. If you grew up, if you are... I'm going to throw this exact demo out there because I think it's really reflective of the internet and when these things became available. If you are 35 to 45, 50, something like that, if that's, if that's your age range and you're divorced or dating or still not married, 
35 to 40, because I think younger than 35, younger than 34, you've dated in your 20s with the internet. Does that make sense? If you've dated without the internet in your 20s, which means you're probably 35 or older, you may still get over people harder than the younger generation. I don't think you could just flip the switch. I don't think if you're single and 40-something, I don't think all of a sudden you could be like, yeah, but yo, that's I'm going to not assign feelings. You're, you're designed as a person to- As a person, right. You're designed, you're growing up like- Getting over my high school sweetheart, not me. People breaking mean up with something someone, to you. That's why assigning they really mean, strong feelings. They mean more to you. Those relationships that you've made in your life as, as a person who grew up without the internet, those relationships you've made and connected with person to person mean more to you than what people are experiencing today because people come and go so quick in today's you world. You know, for for as And that's a weird adjustment. For as sleazy as you think my mentality is on sex and stuff like that, I think that we're cut from a cloth including me where if you break up with someone, a wife, a girlfriend, or something like that, there is a part of you that's like, oh, I don't want to think of her fucking someone else. Oh, that's still in your head. I think a 20-year-old guy breaks up with someone now, and he's like, I don't, I don't care who she fucks. Not as much. Not the not way we. Not the all. way we dwell like on you, it. Like, like I remember, break. No, I would break like, up a girl's you know, spot. Yeah. You know, not to get too personal, but you. I feel like you teetered in between these two worlds. Like, I did, but you, Rich is right. You were a man torn between your old school mentality of like uh, harping over a, a, an ex versus the new school mentality of. You know all these apps and getting back out there. And yeah, but, but and Rich is yeah. right. It's not going to change the way I am as a person. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. I'm a disposable like guy. What about I'm yeah. a person? You yeah, know, dude. As as much as I as much as spot you like to point out that I did have my manho days back in the day. If if, if I if a girl and I broke up, I would. Ha- I remember. I remember break. I remember breaking up with a college girlfriend, and like. Feel like sick to my stomach knowing she was out fucking some new guy. Yeah. Like that feeling of like the feeling of being like, all right, we're not together anymore, and you know she's out with some other guy, and you're like, oh, she's gonna suck some guy's dick tonight. Oh, <laughs> like it would just you, you'd have like a stomachache about it, no? Yeah. If you broke up with a girl and you still she had a and you, from all the dick. And, no, and you still cared about her, and you still cared about her, but she's like, I'm with I'm with Johnny now, and you're like, oh god, she's gonna fuck Johnny's dick's probably in her mouth right now. Ah! That would haunt you and make your stomach hurt. And then you got, I've never then you got seen, back together and you felt like you were tasting Johnny's dick. You're like, who is Johnny? And it drove you nuts. I just... Uh, All right. So wow. I, got a, I got a few uh, phone calls and then a, another musical tie-in, okay? Because oh. uh, Steve Winwood inspired me this morning. Who is Valerie? I want to know. Who's Johnny? Hit radio, everybody. Alan Hunter here. Alan Hunter. Who is Johnny? I don't know. Do you know? If you know, let me know. 80s all day. Rich's girl is blowing Johnny. What? No. 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 Rich's girl is blowing Johnny. Johnny, I'm I'm just going to take a few phone calls and move on. And, and then I have another thought I want to share, a musical thought for you guys. And then we'll move on. Leo in New Mexico, you're on the Cavino and Rich Show. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Daddy Leo. Good Yo, morning, guys again. BDL, what's, what's up, up, Big Daddy Leo? Hey, uh, just want to chime in on this relationship stuff. I'm 57. I've been seeing this chick that's 52 for the last year. And we've gone 
so much back and forth, back and forth, and I'm I'm still trying to get her back, and she's like, no, we just we're not compatible, and I don't get the younger guys and what how they deal with relationships compared to like people my age. You guys are like in your forties, so you guys are just younger than me. Hey, like I'm not four, I'm not forty yet. Don't listen to Spots propaganda. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your question, yeah. Big Daddy Leo? So, uh, just how, how are that's me being an older guy, 57 years old, dealing with a, a breakup. I mean, I, I don't want to go back out there and, and, and get hurt again. It's, it's just hard to... You know why? Because it goes back to what Rich said. You value people, right? And if you want to survive in today's world, right, there's a lot of sharks out there, and you got to be willing okay. to dive in those waters. You know, it sounds and you're so... going to get bit, bro, because these people, people today are like, yeah, Leo, you were like fun for like a weekend. But it's time to move on. Bye. I'm seeing someone new now. And that's really the mentality. And unless you're able to adjust or accept that, then you are going to get eaten alive, my yeah. friend. Leo, that's I, what I, I'm trying to say here. I hate to say it, but Valerie we, we doesn't grew care up, about Steve anymore. We grew up with a different set of, not I wouldn't say morals, but a different set of uh, beliefs of how you are in a relationship, how you get over a relationship, how you react. Oh, I, by the way, a, a possessive nature, too. Like, she's mine. Yeah, no, she's not. She is not. In fact, but... nothing's yours. Nothing is yours. We're just talking about the fast-moving world of dating today and, and, again, how we put those people on a pedestal, <sighs> man. You know, it, it, just even uh, from a childhood mentality, like, I remember just like uh, the, the guys my, my aunt would date growing up and she'd yeah. bring them home. Those people sort of meant something along the way because – it was few and far between that those those people showed up. I know what you're saying. Now, like again, these people just come and go, and they don't matter. Those people don't matter in today's world. You it's know? true. Disposable dating that's, scene. That's really way it. different. I, one more I, phone I call. Think, we'll I, move but on. I think that's also why maybe certain people in our generation do really, you know, have more more permanent feelings towards people that were in their life, exes and stuff like that, because it, when you you put more, you assigned more. Care and emotion to someone, I guess. That's that's really it. Uh, there's so many options, and that has changed the world. What's up, Charles in New Hampshire? Wrap it up. Hello. Hey, hey buddy. what's up, Charles? Hey, guys. I'm in Texas. Not oh, what's up, Hampshire. bud? Hey, guys. <laughs> you have one hey, wait, job. Hold on. How does that work? How does right? Hold on. How does that even happen? How is he from Texas <laughs> and the call screen says New Hampshire? Like, how does that even happen? <laughs> doesn't even sound. But hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. It doesn't even sound alike. I'm, uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can okay, hear you. I'm literally doing it right now. So the phones were all lined up just now. They're yeah. disconnected. I have somebody who just said they got disconnected. Oh, so the next I, calls from the you hamster? You guys answered it. Then right when I was typing, the name disappeared, so everything got switched. Okay, all so right. uh, technical um, <laughs> Excuses! What's up, buddy? <laughs> Jake, get the whip. Oh, Devin got all upset. I'm not Jake, whip! <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, guys. Yeah, you guys are hitting the nail on the head here. You know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. I'm in my 50s now, and you have to adapt with this fast-moving society. And I'm having the time of my life because I may meet a chick. We have a good time. You know, you can't get emotionally involved anymore. You know, you just... Next thing you know, you see her on Facebook with somebody else. And like, yeah, that, dude, that was a, a big reality. To live, no, 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 no. You know what? There's a flip side. Remember, for every uh, action, there's an equal and opposite. You know what today's world's left with? Yo, I had such a great night. I wonder what happened. And you forever yearn and think about that—that that what could have been if if you just 
play things out, but you never get that opportunity in today's world. And he's right. You know, when I when I did dive into that dating scene, you know, a little over a year ago, dude, I thought I was having a good time with certain chicks, and then I'd see him on social media with other guys. And like, what the fuck? That's cold blooded. You thought I'm, I, a, I'm not the only one? I thought uh, I had like the gangster strut. No, I was feeling just, like the man, and all of a sudden I see her, you know, being romanced I by mean, some other dude on Snapchat. And not that you sound corny, used... but it's like The Bachelor. Cavino, Cavino right. was a contestant on The Bachelorette in life. Yeah, and life. then thought he's like, I'm really clicking with this girl, and then he sees this girl like snuggling with some dude on Instagram story, and he's like, But, well, where, but again, but we were having Mexican food again, last night. As a result, there's so many guys like Jake and Devin that lay in their bed at night and they must ponder what happened to that one chick i thought we were in love well, for that weekend and now she's gone and no, forgotten they don't care. my life you know what it is we never had access to see the outcome now we have access to see the outcome but like women are we always assume women are dating at least two to three other guys if they're like casually dating such because a and and the thing is Kavino, you just didn't win over the other guys you just didn't you, click lo- as you much. didn't you didn't get the rose you didn't get the ro- yeah you didn't click as much as the other guys so you got phased out maybe someone else came in and like tested based, out the water based on what my my social media game <laughs> nothing you get all defensive no, but and it's weird true. What yeah. you're not, no, no it's no, just you're getting all weird it's now. just about know anybody it's about clicking and what there's so many factors to clicking with why, someone why you can't accept failure because some girl was dating you. No, no. Think no. of relationships okay. as, a, as a song. Sometimes you just don't get it. You got to listen to it a few times to see if you like it. You can't make that assessment no. on one dinner. Some, some, girls, some girls went out. Some girls that went on a date with you were also going on dates with other guys, and they had a better time with the other guy, and you hate that. Like when I was dating, I don't, I don't know that. I, I at that point assumed, well, I'm not gonna, you know, comp- I don't like her that much. Where I'm in, gonna compete with this? In the fr- when I first started dating my wife, yeah. And keep please keep your uh, digs and jokes to a minimum. When I first started dating my wife, okay. I know for a fact <laughs> that she was seeing two two other guys, one or two other guys. One of them, I actually I I saw a picture of him. He was like some like chiseled ripped guy, but he what was she thinking with like a huge dick apparently. What? Yeah, that's always great info to know. I know, isn't it great to know? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. What he did you do? So basically, she was dating your nightmare. But she chose right. me. You know why? Because I don't, actually, no one knows. Yeah, I don't know. Because apparently, he was boring and just like not, didn't, she didn't have fun with him. She had more fun with me. Had a more enjoyable time. Clicked better with me. I still have a big dick, and it just worked out in the in the end. Oh, I don't know, man. All I wonder right. if she's second guessing that. Okay, uh, two more phone calls, Fuck and we'll you. move See, on. I knew Because I have another dumb musical thought. Again, Taylor's in the studio, hanging it? out with us. We're having fun on an action packed Taco Tuesday. Um, <laughs> let's go to Lane. Hi, Marianne. Lane, hey, uh, Lane in way, Canada. By the way, sad, <laughs> do you know the uh, the sad thing about the venue where Taylor and we were at Taylor and Cheryl's wedding? No, I think they're okay. I think yeah, is the venue okay. okay? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, I thought it was burnt down. No, Taylor? Places were burnt. They had a Oh, they had a report that was burned. I was like, oh, that was such a beautiful place. Yeah, no, yeah, a lot of Malibu, a lot of okay. Malibu in that area got destroyed. What's up, Lane? Hey, how's it going? What's, What's up, up, buddy? I just want to say I've dated two girls in my life. I divorced one of them and I married the other one. All and I'm 32 already. Um, the first one, she, I was with her for four years. She cheated on me. Whatever, I moved on. But I cried more over the dog that she kept than actually losing her. <laughs> well, then, you, then you really didn't care that much. Yeah, I, I, that don't, much. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, what his point possible was to like, as much. But. Not necessarily fall out of love, but you fall out of, like, interest. John in Pennsylvania, wrap it up. Yeah, well, I think that social media has revealed the true nature of women. And 
they don't really like guys. They like what guys can do for them. And as soon as they find a guy that can do something more, they just move right on. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. But but guys do the same thing in that they find the girl, and if they find the girl that's slightly hotter, and that those are called they, uh, up, they upgrade guys, themselves. Social upgrades and social value, and what could you do for me? And I, I you know, if you can no longer. Uh, do anything for that person anymore, then I'll find someone else. That just speaks that to is, a shitty human being. But though. that's very much the culture we live in now. Not everybody, but it is very true. Thank you, John. Trevino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. I have a friend in need. Let's do it. Oh, yes. Spot, is this the one you were thinking of? The uh, Yes. The one about the overstepping mother-in-law? Yes. A friend in need is a friend indeed. This guy hits us up. His name is, should I even call him by name spot? Let's see. We'll just call him JR, because I don't know if he wants to be talked to yeah, you. Call him JR. JR. JR hit us up and he goes, I need to vent, and I can't do this on my personal Facebook page because my wife and I and family are all on it. So he's venting on the Kavino and Rich Carl page. Need to vent, can't do it on my personal page. My wife and I have been planning on Christmas on a Christmas present for our three-year-old daughter. All our three-year-old daughter has been saying she wants Santa to bring her a little black and white kitten. We found one and are waiting for Christmas Eve to pick it up. In the meantime, my mother-in-law has been saying she has to get it for her. After explaining this all to her, probably explaining like, listen, we got one picked out. Christmas Eve, we're going to give it to her mom and dad, right? After they explain all this. She texts my wife back, her daughter, texts my wife back, saying she bought a little black and white kitten for her to play with at her house, but it's not a Christmas present. She lives eight hours away and kind of refuses to come visit much and makes a big deal on Facebook saying she's missing out on her granddaughter's life and uh, because we won't make a trip down there every month or so. So this woman, the mother-in-law, buys the cat, right, a black and white kitten, yeah. at her house to sort of entice, like, Grandma's got a little black and white kitten. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I get the story. I, I just, I'm trying to see why everybody's so fired up about I'd it. I'd rather have a black and white cookie. Is it overreacting or justified to be absolutely pissed at this? She always pulls shit like this and makes us feel like shit for living so far away. The road goes both ways. Sorry for the long post. Just irritated with her. And my wife is even more pissed. I'm glad his wife is even more pissed because right. that's her job to handle. Now, the, the greatest takeaway from this email, and I appreciate it very much. Thank you, uh, JR, for hitting us up. Cavino and Rich listeners to Carl's. Just look us up on social media, Facebook, all that stuff. Everything at Cavino and Rich. Biggest takeaway is the road does go both ways. And there's always that pressure for the person who, quote unquote, moved away, right? Because you're the one that moved. Yeah. And there's always that age old argument of, well, who's supposed to visit? I, I get that. And, and I think I, both. I, I to get be that. I get the mentality of our parents' generation saying, well, the kids left the nest. If you want to move to Texas or Denver or totally LA my dad's or Michigan, hey, hey, you, 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 you guys are the ones that left. Hey, hey, hey. Right? You want to come here? I'll, I'll pay for you in cash. You know, I'm like, no, it's not about that. Uh, it goes both ways. Yeah, I, I look, get it. I look at it this way. My, I think my dad has the same mentality of, Hey, listen, like, I'll visit once in a blue moon, but you guys are the one that left. Plus, from but, uh, their but mentality, that, again, it's generational. Yeah. Traveling is a much bigger deal for our family's generation. However, so we, I look we at have it, to think about it both ways. I look at it the other way, too, in that if you are a young Dude, Marianne couple, from Brooklyn doesn't even fly. She took the train, took the train here. here. Cross country. She's like, I haven't been in California in 40 years. <laughs> 
I mean, because she doesn't fly. But I look at it this way, because it's a big deal. Your dad or my dad or anyone's parents should look at us and say, like, right, we have, Sarah and I, we have a one and a half year old and a dog we really can't leave behind. It's just so many little things that you would think, how much more difficult is it to travel with a kid and a dog opposed to two adults that are retired? Yeah, I used to travel with two shitty dogs that, also, I, that weren't even my own. It's also, and a kid, and, and, and back and forth all the time. It's a hassle on a half. It's also, too, like, it's about the centralized location. So I have a couple siblings. They're not going to spend thousands of dollars total, my family, to come out and visit just me. They're going to expect me to spend a, hundred, a couple hundred dollars to go there and spend time with them. Right, so that's, that's the first part of the debate here. Now, this kitten thing, I don't give a shit about. I don't get it. I don't get why everyone's all mad about it. Right, if uh, grandma lives eight hours away, right, and mm -hmm. she buys a kitten and it's quote-unquote for the grandkid, who, how does that affect the kitten that, okay. that they're buying right, for okay, her? I got She's you. rarely right. going to see the other know, kitten no, anyway, so but, who cares? But, 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 no, she can't have kittens. Right, let's, right, let's take, let's, how does that ruin anything? Put, put yourself in the perspective. I, I did. Say, I've tried. I don't really right, see it. Take away from the black and white kitten. We'll make, we'll make a different pet in a different scenario, and we'll put it in your life. Sure. Let's say... I want a ferret. Let's say Melody. Yeah. Let's say, a, let's say Melody is like, Dad, I want a ferret. I'm fine. A fucking you ferret. a hamster named Lemmy Wings. Right. So you want to... You, you Melody wants a ferret for some reason. Okay. Right? And you... And she's like, Dad, all I want is a ferret. And you're like, Melody, you know what? Yeah, maybe uh, Santa will bring you a ferret. Maybe Santa will bring you a ferret. I hear Uncle Rich has a spare one. Right. And, and let's say it's a... Melody, Mel, all Melody wants is a ferret, and you're th and you and Jordan are like, you know what? That would be a good thing for yeah. us at the apartment. You and Jordan, teach her some responsibility. You and Jordan, you and Jordan, she needs a friend, a ferret. You and Jordan decide no. for Christmas, you're gonna get Melody a ferret. Please don't. And it's a, you and Jordan, teamwork. All right, this is great. You know, me and my daughter and my girlfriend. I mean, this will be a bonding thing. We're getting a ferret. No, please don't. Don't what? Get a ferret. I thought you don't get a ferret. They're smelly. But let's say this was your plan for Christmas, and then your mom, or worse, your ex-wife or someone swoops in, and like next week, they're like, Melody, I got you a ferret. You'd be no, like, no. what? You changed the whole scenario. No. Yeah, because the grandma lives eight hours away. Yeah. So if that's what entices this little kid to want to go see grandma. Exactly. Then why is that? Who gives a fuck? That's the grandmother. So let the grandmother have her little fucking victory here. She now has a cat that is, quote unquote, the granddaughter's. How does that take away from the fact that she's still going to have her own little kitten no. eight hours away in her own You're home? You're crazy. No, that's a stupid. <laughs> That's You're out of your mind. That doesn't take the away. Only, She's never going to see grandma's cat anyway. The thing is that a, another kitten has a home, but the bad thing is that they're taking away from the parents' Christmas gift with a black and white kitten. How? Yeah. Yeah. It loses, it loses when it, impact. When I, is she going to ever see I, grandma's cat? Yeah. It's like a it's not the, the same. You know what? You know, you're saying all cats are the same, Marianne. That's terrible. You're terrible for saying that. <laughs> no, saying all cats are not the same. Because grandma's cat. Grandma's cat is a different cat. Yeah, but but you get the bigger picture is that the bigger picture is that this is supposed to be the big surprise. I know you're saying it's eight hours away, it but this takes was, away. This is the big, I see all that, but is it that big of a deal where it starts right, family so, drama? So if they see grandma on Thanksgiving and grandma's got a black so, and white so kitten, So what's grandma's big crime? Because grandma loves the granddaughter? That's the big crime here? She bought her a kitten too. I get it. There's a, a bit of a takeaway, but she's rarely going to see that cat anyway. No. Guess whose cat she's going to love more? The one Santa brings her at her home. I know, but you do realize, though, that it does take away it does take away a little bit from the gesture of mom and dad. 
Mom and dad want to. The big surprise is, oh my God, you finally got a kitten. If like a month ahead of time, preempted, grandma's like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, guess what? Look, black and white kitten, like the one you wanted. And then mom and dad a month later be like, and we got and one on. too. And who is this really affecting? Mom and dad or the three? You think the three year old gives a fuck? Three year old shits his pants. Three year old picks his nose. A three-year-old fucking can't even pick up after himself. You think they're going to be like, assess the situation? Like, I think grandma really took away from Santa's gesture. The three-year-old doesn't give a fuck. You know what the three-year-old thinks? Oh, wow. Grandma has a kitten, too. That's cool. And I love my kitten even more. How about that, Marianne? <laughs> three-year-old don't care. You know, the ball. I know, but you're wrong. No, I'm not. Takes away. You know who because cares? Said, Look, they have a kitten. And now they Who's got it take away from? You know who's acting like the three-year-olds? The parents. Oh. Get a life, parents. Get a life, parents. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's trying. Grandma's trying to do something nice. All right. You know, maybe she's stepping on toes a little bit here. I get it. I do see what you're saying, but it's not the end of the world. You know, where this guy is is now. You know, he's on social media like ranting about it, and I, and I get the the situation. I'm glad you bring it up, but we'll take your phone calls. If I'm wrong, yeah. You know, by all means, you agree with Marianne. You agree with Rich. 866-969-1969. 866-969-1969. I do think the bigger question here, picture. Here is when, you know, grandma and, and, and grandpa don't want to come, you know, and travel and see the other grand. It's not that they don't, but they they don't want to, but they don't. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a very much a mentality of you left. Right. I guess we'll see when you come back. Right. And I think a lot of our parents' generation don't realize that you know traveling with like kids and pets and doing all these things and going places for weeks at a time. And when people say, "Why do you got to travel with a pet?" If you le if you live in a city where you don't have people what do you what do you do with you you have to bring your pet with you sometimes you can't just yeah. leave, you can't just leave a can't leave a, a pet in your house for weeks at a time all right so we'll take your phone calls and your feedback at 412-267-7469 the most interactive show on radio uh 412 the letter cnr show 412 cnr show uh let's see you self you want to hear this one yeah yeah sure you effing self-absorbed self-absorbed self-important parents need to do a better job of giving your parents, who gave you everything, the ability to see their grandchildren more often. That's from Minnesota. <laughs> what, you don't think so? Uh, I think I it's, mean, it's I mean, a good point. I, I see, look, I see both sides. I do. But I think that's how you resolve things. You have to see both sides. You have to see from grandma's perspective, yeah? And grandma has to see from the parents' perspective. Uh, eight hours away, if they're mad, it's overreacting. It's over a kitten, unless they're going to see grandma before Christmas. Then it's just a hiccup. This isn't a big yeah. deal. Yeah, I mean, one, one kitten is clearly hers. The other one is like grandma's that she's going to see once, twice a year. I, I think it's also a generational thing, too. Because there's a part of me that feels, I mean, I could be wrong. I feel like. But I think dad needs to back up here on this one. I think our, our buddy, JR. Needs to not care as much. I could never see me, right? I'm putting myself in my previous life, mm -hmm. okay? Wanting to beef with my ex's mom. Who does she think she is? I'm the dad. I don't think I, I would back up. Yeah, like if but, grandma wants but, to do something kind for my uh, kid, but Layla's mom's grandma a, do it. Layla's mom's a real nice lady. Yeah, so? This woman, this woman could be like a spiteful type of annoying mother-in-law. You don't know. A lot of people. He doesn't say why, that. Why do you but he never says that once. But but why do you think people. Why and, do you think and, and even if they're spiteful people, they still love your daughter. Why, why, do, you think so many your eye, why do you think there's so many eye-rolling lame mother-in-law jokes? Because a lot of times mother-in-laws are invasive and annoying. You, I mean, some people are luckier than others. If you don't think there's Budinsky, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against your rules. I'm gonna do what I want, mother-in-laws. But was the, all right? What was the intent? Okay, was the intent to 
uh, from the conniving, evil, spiteful grandma, as you described her just now, mm-hmm. was the intent to, here's what I'll do to foil their plan. Or was her intent... I think it was. What I, no, I think it was it? like, hey, but I want the kid. I want that you to visit. acting like a three-year-old I, because her intent was, I want to do something nice for my grandkid. But even so after they know, I think know, you're completely wrong. Even after they know the plan. Yeah, it's grandma's cat that she's buying for the thing. Grandma, this should be a place of warmth where the kid wants to go and see grandma every once in a while. She's I, trying to do something nice. I know. I know, but if you don't see the spite involved, you're out of your mind. It's not spite. It's love for the grandkid, oh, not spite you're, how for the parents. Not seeing it. I don't see it. I really don't. How are you not seeing it? <laughs> All right, we're gonna buy like a spot. How do you not see it? We're gonna see buy, it. We're gonna buy. Uh, I don't see it. We're gonna buy our kid a little poodle for. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. It's Christmas. <laughs> who, who wants a? It's Christmas. You're gonna give your daughter a cat for a little kitten for Christmas. Yeah. And your grandmother three weeks before let grandma buy a kitten house, kitten food. You know what? Yeah. You know what? You know what a, a reasonable leash. adult says. Guess what? My no, daughter's name is Melody. Guess what, Melody? You it's now right. have two kids. Look, no. Look how loved you are. And when it comes to Christmas and the family wants to surprise their child from Santa with a cat, how does Grandma get a cat? Yeah, what's Grandma doing? Right. I'm, with, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. This ain't fair because we can't hang up on Marianne. Uh, <laughs> Howard gets to hang up. We can't hang up. I know. <laughs> All I need is Howard in my right, life. Uh, Elizabeth in Florida. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Uh, we're hanging out with, again, uh, Cheryl, TSS Taylor, a friend of the show, Taylor from TSS. Radio.com and Marianne from Brooklyn, our guest of the day. Swinging by the studio. Uh, hey, Elizabeth, how are you? You're on the show, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hello. How is everybody doing? We're Hi. good. Okay. Everybody's being petty. I think, here's what I think happened. Grandma feels isolated from the kid, does feel somewhat like she won't be special to the child, so figured, I'm going to get a kitten, so that will make me special grandma. I want this child to always think of me as, oh my gosh, grandma with the kitten, right. or whatever. Right. The parents are being petty about, you know, the fact that the grandma got it right before them, but what they need to do is really twist it in their favor. If they're going to see the grandma and the kitten at Thanksgiving, that is classic for a month. They've got that to hang over the kid's head and say, well, maybe if you're good, you'll get a kitten just like grandma's, you know, because the kid's going to be begging for a kitten even more. Elizabeth, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Grandma's Look, grandma's in a tough situation. Grandparents are in a tough situation. So again, you got to see it from both perspectives. They have to be now creative to, to build some sort of enticing reason for kids and grandkids and people to want to go see grandma. So how is that no, my spiteful? parents are doing it again. My parents are, are building a jungle, you know, a little kid jungle gym in their backyard again. They don't have kids. They want That's their awesome. grandkids to, to feel excited. Excited about going to grandpa's. I gotcha. You know, and and if this is what it it, it, it takes for grandma, then so be it. Uh, Green Optimist, yeah. our, our buddy up in uh, Portland, thanks, Elizabeth. said his in-laws did this once. He bought his kid a Power Wheel ATV. You know the little motorized little things. His mother-in-law goes to buy the same thing and like one-ups him, knowing very well, like, yeah, I think we're gonna get little uh, little Johnny a little Power Wheel. So what? You, you know what? This is one step. You know, I hate this mentality, and I'm sorry if I'm making you angry, Marianne, or anyone else. There, there's a lot of people like that we're friends with that they don't give credit to Santa because they don't want Santa to get the credit. I'm the parent. I want the credit. I only What's... gave Santa credit, but you know where you're But wrong? that's jerk-off mentality. What the parents are doing is the right thing to build the jungle gym. And right. This grandma with the kitten, she could just be a good grandma. Come to my house, make a mess, make cookies, have a blast, take out all the toys. To put, to specifically buy any toy that a parent wants to put under the tree 
is a, a uh, okay. rule. It's a, there should be a rule book. You don't do that to your daughter-in-law, your, your, your son-in-law and your daughter. You yeah. don't do it. All right. I, I got to agree with that. Okay. There's, there's rules and there's and a lot of spite. From, all my children's gifts were from Santa. I stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning putting stuff together. What are you trying to say? And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but if the kid's happy, isn't that all that matters? Yeah, I guess so. I guess uh, so. Eric, Eric in Kansas, you're on the show. Is Cavino and Rich? It's not about what parent parents wanting credit and shit. It shouldn't uh, be. Eric, you're on the show. What's hey, up, Eric? Yeah, two quick things. I don't think you know in this situation with the mother-in-law. <clears throat> I don't think that it's about the kitten. I think it's the last ten times she did little spiteful things, and now it's just like you know the boiling over point for him. It's like, well, Jesus Christ, you can't even get a, uh, a Christmas. That's a good point. Yeah, this is probably uh, a good and, indication uh, of her personality. And uh, one other quick thing, I just wanted your input. You said you pick up after your kid at a restaurant when they make a mess. My, uh, my wife and I argue about this. I have a one-and-a-half-year-old. He, I, I think, purposely makes a mess. And <laughs> I would rather, if the tip, tip for 20% is like 15 bucks, I'd rather just leave the waitress 25 bucks. And not pick it up. Do you think the waitress would rather me pick up everything or leave her the extra? No, they yeah. they rather the extra money and pick up some crumbs and some stuff on the floor. I'm just saying I feel guilty being the person that's like, oh, my kid just threw a bunch of shit everywhere. Bye. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, be better than right, that. Like right. I feel that way at the food. I go. To, I, you like, know, I like that Eric at least says, no. oh, well, I'll give you extra yeah. money. That's like, fine. like uh, I go, I go to the food court by my house at the mall. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I'll get Emmy a little uh, quesadilla Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it's all over the place. I'm thinking, am I the asshole that's going to leave the food court messy? No. No, you're that. better than yeah, that. You're better than uh, that. Let's go to Jacob in Manhattan. You're on the Cavino and Rich. What's up, Jacob? Hi, yes. Um, I understand that you guys, like, don't think it's a big deal, but it kind of is because obviously the relationship between the parents and the mother is already toxic. And, and it seems to be that she's trying to entice the little girl to be bugging the parents. Hey, she's got a cat, so we can go there more. She's like, she. So, so it's like using the using the kid for her own interest, as a so that way the the, the kid will guilt trip the parents into going like, oh, it's so good there now, and that's kind of toxic to like involve your interest, like because you don't have a good. You know, everybody's going to do that, though. Mm -hmm. let, let me tell you, when you're a grandparent someday, are you going to let the other grandparents be the better grandparents? Or is there a part of you that's going to want to create some sort of fun atmosphere where you're you're a little more special than the other grandparents? I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up because I think it, your people are cut from two cloths. Thanks for the call, Jacob. It's going to happen away because from the, you, 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 you're going to yearn for them to want to see you. would think. But I feel like our grandpa, our parents' I would generation. Say, yeah, because they're gonna, you're gonna be old and lonely. Listen, you know, there's only so many ducks you could feed. J just to give people perspective, if you're around our age, if you're in your 30s or 40s, your parents are probably in their 60s or almost 70, right? Yeah. If you're, I mean, you're in 30s or 40s, think of your grandparents that are sadly passed away. That generation, that generation, our grandparents' generation that would be in their 90s or passed away by now. They were so willing to just let the kids be dumped off at their house, watch the kids nonstop, never want anything, never ask for anything. It was like automatic. How many times did your parents just dump you at your grandparents Every for a day? day? Or, you know, your grandparents picked you up from school or on the weekends, you would spend the weekend at your grandparents' By the house. way, it's always dumped off, right? Not left. You're always yeah. dumped off. Why are the kid, why are grandkids always yeah. dumped off? Hell, do you agree with that sentiment? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I had when I was like a kid at my grandparents? Tiddlywinks. That was like the highlight. I wish they would have bought a Nintendo and or graham something. crackers and graham crackers. Graham oh crackers. Oh, that was so oh. boring. <laughs> oh, no, but but your but your grandparents, you know, 
they watch sugar just, wafers. They watch just so much, and right? Dance cookies. Listen. I think some people are, some people from our parents' generation are cut from that cloth and others aren't. My my wife's mom would want to spend every day watching Emmy if she could. Meanwhile, and this is no knock on my dad because I have a great relationship with my dad. My dad's retired. Yeah. My dad. Oh, I'm in Bora Bora. My dad's in uh, Bora Bora. Sorry, fact, I, I love to watch uh, Emmy, but I got a vacation fact, to my take. Got, my dad just got my dad just got back from Italy and Greece. He's going your to dad's jet ski. He's going no, to, he's, uh, your dad's uh, on uh, water skis. He's jet, he's jet skiing with oh, the Fonz. Richie, I'm uh, water skiing at the moment. I'd love to, but uh... he uh, this year I think my dad I think my dad this year went to Italy, Greece, Russia, the Dominican Republic twice. He's going again next week for his birthday. He's been to Vegas. He's been everywhere. Guess where my dad? Guess where my, guess where my dad hasn't been this year? <laughs> Brooklyn with the yeah. My dad hasn't been to Los Angeles. Right. My dad has no, not been. I'm sorry. I was busy uh, riding a dolphin. But you would. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I was in the Maldives. Sorry. Oh, but I'm saying like. I got eaten by a whale. But, uh, I would love to come and see you and Sarah, but I'm, I'm much too busy. But do you get that mentality? I'm like work, working on my tan. <laughs> He's vacationing. He deserves it. I yeah. get it. I know. There's two. There's, there's two different grandparents in today's meanwhile, world. Meanwhile, like like Sarah's right. mom, I feel like all she wants to do. Right. Is be like, hey, could I come and help with Emmy or something? And I'm like, I'm thinking when I'm older, right? You raise a kid, you go through all that. I'm picturing you older with all filled like short face swim filled trunks. Rich with his Botox face spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be old Botox you look, guy. You look like Robbie Rotten, plastic face. When you get. When you get <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm being I'm serious. Hanging out with Chaz Dean. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I picture you with all fucking pushed up face. Like, hey, guys. What am I there? I don't know. Be the human Ken doll. You look a little different. Why? What do you what think? Do you mean? It's okay. You're old. But old picture guy, you huh? when you're an old guy. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna? Do you think you're gonna be? <laughs> you think you're gonna be traveling and doing your own thing, or do you think you're gonna do everything you can to help out Melody? What uh, cloth are you cut from? Because you might yet. you might say Paisley. one, but it might be the other. You don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, I can't answer that. Um, me, I'm a selfish fuck, so probably doing what my own thing. What cloth is he cut from? Velour. Miguel in Texas, what's up? <laughs> hey, Miguel, wrap this up. Again, this is the story of the kitten who lost his way, or t t the story of the tale of two kittens. What's up? Orale, los tacos locos. Orale. For Turkey Tuesday. Hey, M Marianne, make some more of them audio six tapes. Those are nice. But now, Miguel, focus, guys, focus, focus. Get Miguel. Miguel, stop hitting on Marianne. <laughs> Wait, on the train. No, guys, it's, it's a clusterfuck with the with the grandparents, dude. I mean, shit, it is what it is. But I, you know, you got to compromise. With, you got to get with your kids and all when it comes to buying your your grandkids gifts. That way, you that doesn't happen. Look, grandparents want to spoil their grandkids. That's why wish in the limited time that they have with them. You know, True. let them look. They have limited time uh, because of of of. Where you live and limited time because they're old. So while they're here, right. let them spoil their kids, their grandkids, I should say. You know, so they yeah. they, they have some sort of lasting memory. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. So my phone's ringing right now during the show. Oh yeah, scam likely is what it says. Do you get those too? Did you ever sign up for the uh, the national do not call registry? Does that work? It it. Slowed down my calls considerably. It's, I, I felt yeah, but I have, I, have, I have jerk offs in my life where that wouldn't stop these calls from happening. I, and I'll explain. I feel terrible because you know who calls me every day? A number, a 516 Long Island number will call me. 
and I answer it, and it's a recording about some mortgage or this or uh, consolidate your credit cards. I'm like, I don't even have, that. I don't need to do that. So it's a, a, a fucking bullshit call, right? A scam, yeah, a scam likely. Yeah, a scam likely. But then, Jake, what'll happen is I call that number back, and it's a regular person. They're what they're they're uh, what would you call it? like uh, they somehow have the ability to have numbers pop up on your phone so you think it's like a local person oh yeah they use with your, your area code yeah. they use your code so the other day I not called, only your area code but the th the first three digits of your uh, phone let's say let's say yeah. yours is 908 366 spot yeah. they're gonna have 908 366 four one, other numbers one, come back one, so you're thinking oh jersey number yo is this someone i know hold on. yeah hello you have reached bnl mortgage to consolidate your uh, you call that number back bnl the person's like, hello. I'm like, stop fucking calling me. And she's like, this is Barbara. I'm sorry. Who is this? I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, Barbara. You didn't call me? She goes, no. Well, that's when you tell Barbara you mean business. <laughs> no, but it's not. So you get that, like, some poor person's phone number. You live in here, Barb. You better not call me again. Save your breath, Barbara. Save your breath. All right, so, so you're you're aggravated that every day you get scam likely calls. No, nah, that's not even it. That's not where it ends. But there's also jerk-offs in my life. And I say this kindly, with love, with peace and love. You've heard about Uncle Mac in the past, right? Uncle Mac hey, is hey. a family friend. Ew, fucking baby Steven. Oh, He's my uncle's childhood friend, okay? Yes. My uncle's childhood friend, his name is, well, we call him for the sake of the show, for Anonymity for anonymity uh, for anonymity anonymity for anonymity. We call him Uncle Mac. Yo, fucking baby Steve, what the fuck, bro? I'm calling you, dude. Yeah. Hey, hey, you answered and you hung up. Hey, I, I, maybe there was a mistake. I called back and boom, <laughs> hung up again. Dude, I know cell phones and I, I know how they work, bro. Bro, you fucking hung up on me, man. That's fucked up, bro. It's real fucked up, man. You know how my shit list, man. Fuck you, man. I don't want to be friends with you no more. Fuck you, babe. I always fucking look out for you, man. Known Yo. you for all oh, since you were two years old. Yo, but what the fuck, man? Answer the phone and say, can't talk right now or something. What the fuck, bro? That's bullshit, man. Later to you, motherfucker. I don't want to see you. If I do, I'm going to punch in your fucking jaw and break your fucking jaw. And you can tell your whole fucking family that. Later. That's what we call tough love in New Jersey. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And by the way, that's the type of guy that's Cavino's uncle. He no, calls no, no. he calls no, no, himself no. Cavino's uncle, but he's not really Cavino's uncle. And he does the whole thing like, "Yo, babe, I remember when you were in fucking diapers." No, there's two things. There's always it always goes back to two things. I remember when you were in diapers. I remember when you were in diapers. I've known you since you were in diapers. That's his whole mentality. His whole mentality is based on two things. I could talk to you this way because I know when you was in diapers. <laughs> I've known you since you were in diapers and never and like never forget where you came from kind of thing, which is a great sentiment. I, I do believe in that. Stay mm -hmm. humble, right? But it's more like a prideful thing. You know, like, oh, 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 who you oh, think you oh, are? Oh. You think you're someone? Oh, yo, yo, fucking, uh, you should move back. Fucking California sucks. Remember, you're from New Jersey. I'm like, I know. I don't need but, you but to tell me. But I live in California now, Uncle Mac. Yeah, yeah but don't forget where you came it's from. Always, you fucking pussy. It always goes back to that. And and by the way, if people are new to, newer to our show, that oh. call, that's an actual message Uncle Mac left. Yo, fucking the, baby Yo, fucking baby Steve. Steve. And you know what that was because of? He called Kavino while Kavino was in the middle of something important, and you sent him to voicemail? Or, no, you picked up your phone and hung up and then sent it to voicemail because you were in the middle of something. We were doing an interview or something and at work. he... 
was so insulted that you right. sent him to voicemail. Right, because hey, he's known me I since know how I, cell phone, I know how cell phones work, bro. He's known mm. me since uh, I was in diapers. Right, and they call me for the record if you're new to the show. Millions of new people every day. Baby Steve in my family, because my dad was Big Steve. My dad was Steve. I was little Steve. Baby Steve. They call me Babe. Hey, oh, oh. Yo, so baby, anyway, baby, baby Steve. Baby long Steve. story short, you know, this guy lives a totally different life. He's on a different different time zone. He's, he's hey, I'm in fucking New Jersey, baby. Oh. So he's in Jersey. He's three hours ahead. His schedule's different. He, as my mom would say, is probably zooming on something. Right? Zoom in, so he's Steven. up all hours of the night. I don't know what he's on. I don't know what sort of schedule he's on, but he's calling me constantly. And I somehow got into a group text with him and my uncle oh, and, no. and, and my other uncle. And it's constant, constant, constant. You want to know? This is how bad it is. He asks me, oh, time for trivia. Or like, no, it's not. Oh, time it's for time trivia. for me to relax. Time for trivia. Right? Oh, trivia. Oh, what the fuck? You don't want to do trivia? No one's hitting me back. Oh. You know how to mute those uh, notifications, That's right? Fine, but I feel rude. No, right? I do it. No, all no, the no. Time. Mute them that you can see them, but they won't bling, bling. Uh, yeah, yeah, like we have, a, we have a group. We have a group chat that I know you have us muted because on the weekend you didn't get back to us for six hours. No, I don't have you muted. But on listen. the weekend, I was in class. Oh, spot. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So, did I bother you when in the middle of a dog word down? Dog, we're down. A dog, we're down? <laughs> what? Wait, no, wait. Now we're dog. No, Spot does it backwards. Dog, we're down. Spot, no. Told you, Spot. That's what you get. <laughs> so, yeah. Dog, we're down. That's Spot, a new position. Spot was in the middle of yoga. Dog, we're down. It would have been more impressive if you would have answered in the middle of your crow pose. So, anyway, with do his with, foot. Do it with my dick. I answered with my foot. What do you guys want? No, I answered with my dick. So... I, I don't even know where to go with this story, other than I don't think you knew where to there's start. There's an with etiquette it. that needs to sort of stop take bothering, place. stop bothering. I'm in no, dog, no, no. I'm in dog or down. <laughs> because here's what happens: you feel a sort of I don't want to be too cool for people. I don't want to dismiss people. I want to be a good person. I, I I have sympathy towards other people, and I say sympathy because I don't know why this guy's up in the wee hours of the night. I don't know what keeps him up. I don't know what his deal is. All I know is out of respect to my uncle and out of respect of knowing this guy for so long, I know he cares about me, but I don't have the time for it in my life. And and I mean that in a serious way. Hey, dude, I got to wake up for work, okay? I don't know what you're doing at fucking four in the morning, but I'm trying to sleep. So it's gotten to the point now where, you know, Jordan's a very trusting person. She really is. She doesn't bother me. What I like about Jordan, let it be known, is this. Yep. She doesn't bust my balls. I love that. She doesn't break my balls, and no one in life needs that. But when this guy Didn't I tell you that years ago, blowing I said, up I said, my phone. I said a top three characteristic of yeah. a woman. Yeah. When, women are going to be women. When but men, she, yeah. she does not break my when, balls, and I love that. When, when, when people say, hey, ladies, what do you look for in a man? Or uh, guys, what do you look for in a woman? I've said it since day one. Number one characteristic. Don't. Bust my balls. Leave. Just. It's such an amazing characteristic of someone. Some people have this ability to always bust your balls no matter what they're doing. And then some women have this great ability to just let you be. Let me be. And Jordan lets you be. And she lets you feel these phone calls from Uncle Mac at four in the morning. So she's like, who keeps texting you? And I'm like, it's the Uncle Mac guy. 
She's like, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't believe this anymore. Because it's so ridiculous. No, fucking baby Steve. Hey, I'm like, hey. I don't even have to look, right? There is a part of me that's like, uh oh, what if it's not? I'm like, no, I want you to see this because it's out of control. So I have to, I show her the phone. I'm like, mm -hmm. look at this. It's nonstop. This guy doesn't stop. But listen to this one. Here's where the story yeah. goes. Ew. First off, he's bothering me like, what the fuck? Let's do trivia. And then he asks me questions, right? Wait. I get him right, and he says I'm wrong, <laughs> and I'm right. So this is the middle of the night for you. Yeah. So it's like, what, 7 a.m.? And he's up and at him asking trivia questions? Yeah, bro. Always at the worst time. Never at a normal <laughs> time. You know, because he's zooming on something. I don't know what's keeping him up. His pet ferrets. I don't know. He has pet ferrets. He talks about them constantly. Let me tell you about my ferrets. I'm like, <laughs> no one cares about your ferrets. <laughs> so here's what happens. <laughs> This is where the story goes. And I've had this story before, but now I've gotten to another point where may maybe my ego's getting to me a little bit, Rich. Because, you know, maybe I'm starting to feel a little VIP. Like, whoa, wait a second. Kavino don't play this anymore. Oh. And I think this is where I put my foot down. And I'm about to, and I don't want to, because I, I know it's going to cause backlash. It really is. Oh. It's going to cause, oh, do it, do it, no. do it. I want to see the backlash. I hate it. I hate this. I hate where it's going, because I like this person but now i'm like hey man i'm a 42 year old man stop treating me like i'm a fucking little kid you're a fucking idiot let me sleep and let me live my life this is gonna totally turn oh, it what the fuck what this are you is, doing this babe? is gonna totally oh, oh oh you know what i'm doing bro feed my daughter go this, play with your ferrets jerk this, off this is totally gonna turn into a you forgot where you came from yeah i know it and he's going to go to my uncle. Oh, what the fuck? Who is he think he is? Mr. Hollywood? Oh. Right? I know this is going to happen. I can predict it too. Here's what happens. Now, listen to this. Hey, yo. Fucking baby Steve. Oh. I gave your number to my friend. Let's call him Hector. Give me okay. Hector Boombots. Let's call him Hector uh, Boombots. He gave you number to Hector Boombots? He yeah, because yes. it's, it's like a Hispanic first name <laughs> with like an Italian last name. Right? I gave your number to Hector Boombots. He's world-famous international DJ. And I know I've had this conversation before, but it was a different guy. This guy's world-famous. The last oh guy was God. just, like, locally famous. International world-famous DJ is calling me up, right? Listen, babe. Oh, you got to answer his call. I Yo, gave him your number. Yo, baby Steve. Yo, baby Steve. I can't up. Oh. immediately, I don't know if it's ego or etiquette that you kicks in. No, because etiquette, it's, I think it's etiquette first. I don't know if it's ego first. I think it's etiquette. Because I'm like, where does this guy get off giving my personal number to someone I don't know without at least telling me? Is it like, oh, I know this guy. Oh, I can do what I want. Oh, I don't get that. You know why I don't get it? Because I would never do that. I don't do those things. So it bothers me. So that does bother me, and I'm an easygoing guy in the big picture and in real life. You know, I'm on the radio speaking my feelings and, and speaking from the heart, so I may sound like an arrogant jerk-off with a lot of things to say. When I don't have the microphone, I kind of live a life of, eh, just let me live and don't bother me. I'm not going to bother you, don't bother me.
So now this guy gives my number to Hector Bumbats, who, guess what? He's in L.A., so he's calling me? Who am I, the fucking chairman? I go home and scratch my inner hairy man thighs. I don't know the party scene. I'm not from here. Why is this guy bothering me? Yo, Hector so, Bumbats is looking for a new residency to DJ, and so, I gave him your number so you guys could chat. So apparently, and you're like, what the, why? Yeah, I, all right, here's why? My, my mindset is, what can I do for this guy, and what could this guy do for me? Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. That this guy, who was a big DJ in 1982, could do for me. And I say that kindly. So why are you forcing me to talk to some guy I don't know? I don't even want to talk to my own friends on the phone. Now you want me to talk to some guy I don't know? What the I, fuck? I want to make fun of you. Yeah. I want to mock you and disagree with you. But I'm 100% on your side. Yo, this guy is a great club DJ. What's his name? Hector Boombox. What could I possibly offer him and what could he possibly offer me? Why do you want me to speak to him? So here's where the story goes. And I'm going to show you the feedback. Just yo, so you don't see I'm lying. Yo, this is his mix. Listen. The Boombox mix. Oh, whoa. Babe, you don't understand. He's world renowned. Internationally known. Oh. Right? So I'm like, yeah, dude, you get, you get, I mean, You get calls like this because you're you're producer and behind the scenes do we do we downplay the amount of annoying f f like interactions you I have i don't really have an annoying family member no but not annoying family like are there like is there like a random publicist or manager or someone that's um, like trying to get people on oh, or this every is happening more and more or as the uh spot as the star rises every so more often, pains in the ass do, do you want me to read this or no i want you to scroll through it because okay. you'll see it's every funny. so often i'll get, we'll get linked up with someone like we'll have someone on the show and their publicist will be like oh i, I represent these people you should have them on and then we get sucked in with it. Yeah, that happens a lot. So I don't know if he's trying to network. I'm, I'm really good at pulling a fade. Here's what I think, and this is what makes me feel bad. I think that this guy, right, is trying to be cool in his circle of what was cool in the electric boogaloo days, you know, in the streets of New York City in 1980 with this street DJ, right? So I was like, hey, oh, yo, I know this guy. He's on the radio. Oh, and he does. That's the truth. He does. And he's known me since he was in diapers. But that doesn't mean that he could give my phone number out to people you. I don't know. Yo, but I knew you. Hey, hey. Right? I knew you when you fucking were crawling around your parents' place. So yes. You weren't even walking yet, baby. So, so here's what happens now, though. Right? Apparently, this guy calls me up and i don't know who it is because i think it's who scam likely. scam likely i don't know this number no, i'm babe. not answering it babe, i got the text right here yeah. babe do me a favor yeah I've, I, by the way i gave rich my phone go ahead babe do me a favor answer your phone babe this guy's gonna call you again in a few minutes i just talked to him uh please do me this what, favor. what do i say no you wrote you wrote dude I'm yeah, sleeping. here dude i'm sleeping uh now man i gotta wake up at 5 a.m i'm in bed and then he wrote no, do me a favor. No, do me a favor. I already gave you his number. Can you spare one fucking minute, dude? Like I said, do this for me. Now, keep in mind, I don't talk to I'm my not best asking, buds. I'm not asking for a fucking one-hour talk, babe. One minute? Or are you too good? And, and, I, you're, and like, you wrote, no, you wrote not now. I'm in bed with my girl about to pass out. Okay, I see, babe. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, later. And he goes, hits me later with the later, you. later to you. Oh, I see a lot of green texts over there. Yo, Spot, <laughs> I actually said to myself last night, I gotta fucking say no. You know, because I'm not getting on the phone with some fucking guy like, oh, yeah, DJing tonight. What are you doing? I don't care about your fucking uh, mixed master. <laughs> no, but your, see, your mixed because master honestly, life. Spot, there's times where you gotta be kind and... Right, and I don't think this is. I'm not just, getting out of bed. I don't to talk think, to this guy. I don't think this is just because Kavino's on the radio. I think in, no matter what job you do, whatever you do for a career, there's going to be people that will hand off your info to someone, and then you get a phone call from someone that 
you can't really help and they can't really help you. Not that it's about using each other, but truthfully, they could do nothing for you. You could do nothing for them. So essentially, they're a stranger that you're being forced to. Right. Why? Why? And I'm and I'm at the point where like, hey, why do you want me to do this? And at the same time, I feel so sensitive about it because I don't want to ever come across as like I'm too good for I'm something. I'm too good for this. You know, hey, look. But I, I agree with what you're saying. But what the fuck? Do don't you give my information out. This is really the, the moral of the story here, guys. I gave you all the personal side and take and information here to really get to one point here. There is an etiquette in life, and it's simple. You don't give out anyone's personal information without running it by that person first. I don't care how long you've known them, who they are to you. You just never do those things. You're not supposed to in life, and some people just don't know that. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, and it bothers me. And last night I had to take a stand and say, hey, dude, you want me to talk to your friend? No. I don't know your friend. And he's like, oh. And then it went on like for hours throughout the night. Hey. Oh, hey, when he calls, you better answer. And it's like, no, I don't care. But, but Spot, do you? I, I would love to, because I always love to disagree with Cavino and bust his balls. But he's laying in bed with Jordan no, in his I, boxer briefs, scratching his thighs, trying to gra probably grab it. He's probably, to sleep. he's probably laying there. Melody's sleeping. He's probably in the room, probably just uh, cradling Jordan's butt cheeks, and he's laying there chilling. And all of a sudden, he's getting texts from Uncle Mac being like, hey, babe. I know you're laying in bed with your fucking hot naked girlfriend about to take a little fucking snooze, but, uh, yo, Hector Boombox needs you right now. Hey, ready? Hector's in Brooklyn now, but he's going to take off going to UK. Give him a minute of your time. He's That's gonna, all I ask. He's going to take <laughs> off. If you see a phone call you're not yo, familiar with, you better answer. Oh, I mean, I know that. Hey, by the way. 866-969-1969. How do you answer or how do you deal with the phone call from the family friend or friend of a coworker that has been instructed to reach out to you? I've got these phone calls, and you know what all of them are for? Honestly, hookups are free shit, and that's annoying too. So and it's not just our career. I guarantee if you if you yeah, do some type of if you do some type everybody. of contracting or construction, I guarantee you field phone calls from like, hey Frank, and you're like, Yeah, this is Frank. Yeah, I know you do contracting. Uh, someone, you know, so-and-so gave me a number. You know, what type of deal can you get me on this? Do you know something? People are always asking for freebies, hookups. What can you do for them? Talk to this person. And you're thinking, I don't know what to tell this person. It's like, hey, dude, we're friends and all. And I'm trying to be, like, respectful. That, you know, that's why it doesn't pay to be nice sometimes. How much... Basic bitch advice do you give out to people? How many times do you have a friend or family member that's like, so-and-so is trying to get into radio or TV or this, yeah, that, can you talk to them? I do it, but I always feel like, what do they want me to say to this person? Yeah. My friend recently reached out and said, um, do you remember, my, do you remember my, my story about that? One of, one of my one of my best friends, one yeah. of my best friends from Long Island, love her, uh, not Christina, one of my friends, Janine, reached out to me and said, her niece is applied to Syracuse and is uh, was accepted into their communications program and niece. wanted some advice. Uh, could I give you your number? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do anything for you, but I don't know what I want to say to this kid. Right. Advice? Hey, have, have fun at school. Go to school and pay <laughs> attention. There's your advice. Don't do too many drugs or drink too much. Like, what do you want me, what am I going to say? Learn. <laughs> what, what could I possibly tell like, this kid? Honestly, I, I could, college has changed Words so wisdom, much. Words of wisdom, work very hard and you will succeed. <laughs> like, keep gonna... reaching for the stars. <laughs> Like, Jake and I went to the same exact school in the same exact program. Yeah. We had completely different experiences. Yeah. So there's nothing you can tell this person what to do right. that's going to help them. I have a, a one more story to prove that 
you know, being nice and being kind doesn't <laughs> doesn't really pay. It doesn't it doesn't benefit sometimes. Neither people does take advantage because now this conversation has turned into where being nice doesn't normally doesn't always pay off. It, it's good to be nice. I want to be nice. I still have my mind set on being a nice person. I try very hard. But then I see where it doesn't pay off. And I'll give you a few examples. Just yesterday, okay, our buddy Taylor comes up, who I love. Taylor's yeah. great. He's always welcome here. He's a friend of the show. He's a real friend. Taylor, Cheryl, and he brings up Marianne from Brooklyn from the Stern Show fame. Marianne now, from Brooklyn. Another yeah. kind and beautiful, great-hearted, great-spirited woman. I'm very happy that she was here. It was nice. I'm very happy that she likes our show. I'm honored, in fact, because I know she's so loyal to Howard, Okay. Yeah. So I respect that loyalty, and the fact that she even dabbles in uh in, in the CNR world is is a great honor. Okay, because I know once you you've made your affiliation, you stick with it. So she was here. I'm happy. At the end of the show, you know, everybody wants to take pictures. I got to be honest, I did not want to take any pictures when I woke up yesterday. You know what I said to myself? You said, "Spot, do we have any guests today?" And Spot goes, "No." Okay, yeah, so we didn't. I know this sounds like yeah. diva behavior, but I rolled out of bed yesterday, and I'm not making excuses. I really rolled out of bed. Want to hear the truth? I wore the same shirt yesterday that I wore the day before. That's how last minute I was running yesterday. Like, Fuck it. Uh, yeah, so, no. So I, had to to take, I had to take my sister, my daughter, to my sister's house early in the morning. No one's here. I get it. You're, you're thinking it's a holiday week. Hardly anyone's here. You're right. We're live. No guests. You rolled in here. Not comb your hair, not giving a shit. And now, true story. And, and now, I, I'm just giving you a backstory. So now Marianne's here, and I'm like very gracious, as gracious as could be. But now at the end of the show, everybody wants to take pictures. Should I be honored that anyone wants to take a picture with me? Yes. Of course. Yes, of course. Okay. So please don't get that lost in the mix here. I don't want to take pictures, but I do because I'm trying to be kind. So I take these pictures with Taylor, his wife, and, and Marianne from Brooklyn, yeah. who, I, let me say this kindly, I don't really care about. Other than her being a nice woman, I don't yeah. want to take pictures. Am I happy to meet her? Of yes, course. of course. That's not the point. I get it, but make your point. I get it. So yeah. I take these pictures just to be a nice guy, and what do I get in return? Everyone on social media shitting on me because I look terrible. Oh, Kavino, you look fucking fat. <laughs> Yo, Kavino, you looking puffy. Yeah. Yo, Kavino, you, Yo, you look, look how fucking old and terrible Kavino looks. Do I need that headache? And, and why? Oh, because okay. I was trying to be nice to somebody? Fuck off. It's not worth it. <laughs> you know, I didn't need that. I know it's funny. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. And, and I laugh too because I'm like, look what I get for trying uh, to be nice. I didn't you? want a picture with anybody. I was minding my own business. Here I am trying to be hey, nice. Kavino, I'm taking a, a picture. I don't want to be in. Can we take a picture? Yeah, sure. I guess so. You take a picture. You're nice. I get it. It goes on Instagram or Twitter, yeah, and then man. immediately people are like, yo, Kavino. So that's what I get? Fat holiday weight. Oh, Kavino, you look at this. Oh, Kavino, look at How's that worth it? How's that worth it? Does it really bother me at the, at the end of the day? No, but do I need that? Do I need that criticism when I was just trying <laughs> to be a nice guy? Go fuck yourselves. Everybody. All right, and I'll give you one more story of how, you know, it sort of ties into our last conversation where, like, when people try to connect you with other people and you try to be nice. And keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, and I've told this is an old story that you'll remember, Rich, and you'll probably laugh about because I told I haven't told it in like 10 years. Okay. Uh, I had an ex-girlfriend named Christine, right? And she came from a very Italian family, a very Jersey, East Coast Italian <laughs> family, but like real Italian family. And one of her cousins, let's call him a Dominic, right? Dominic was trying to get involved in radio. And, you know, I'm, I'm involved in radio at the time. So she's trying to, I guess, you know, be cool and help her cousin out. So she goes to Dominic. At a fa we're at a family party now. Like, you know, so like Uncle Nunzio's fucking anniversary. 
So we're at a party, and she's like, Dominic. Uncle Nunzio! My boyfriend, Steve, works in radio. He can help you out. Now, I can see that Dominic looks at me and is not impressed. Right? <laughs> Dominic <laughs> looks at me. Yeah, that's your boyfriend. Yeah, I what, don't what, give what, a uh, fuck. What does he do? Yeah, he's in radio. I don't know. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Kavino. I work at K-Rock. Yeah, what do you do? I, I, you know, I'm trying. I'm on the air here and there, but I, you know, I'm, yeah, okay, whatever. So he doesn't care, right? <laughs> I could tell immediately. Dominic does not give a shit. And you're thinking, so fuck this guy. I'm trying to enjoy the family party. I'm eating the bread. I'm doing the thing, and you got the gabagool. Yeah, I'm trying to mix mix Spot, with the family. You got the You got the fresh boots So my my girlfriend at the I got time, the gabagool. She she goes, Steve, can you go and talk to Dominic? Now, Dominic is, is by the turntables. Like, I don't know if he was, like, helping the DJ or whatever was going on that night at the family oh, it was, party. Oh, it was like a party at a place. Yeah, it was, okay. at, yeah, it was at, a, at, okay. a, at a hall. So, did they set up turntables in our house? Yeah, no, they had a whole <laughs> thing going on, right? Very Italian. But Dominic was, you know, he was there. He's, like, the cool kid, I guess, the cool guy. She's like, do me a favor. Go you know, give him she, some she words. Wants, of, give him some words of wisdom. Yeah, and she wants the family to like me, too, right? So, just see if he's, go talk to Dominic Try, try to connect. And I'm try, like, to, try to connect I'm like, you and Dominic. He, I swear to God, I remember like yesterday having this conversation. Like, I don't, I don't think he cares. I don't want to have a conversation with Dominic about this. Give him some words of advice. You, you're, you're on the radio I, in New York City. Honestly, I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. I, I don't. What could I do for him if he wanted? If he was interested, he'd be talking to me. Fine for you, because I'm trying to be kind and I care about you. I'll do this. I go across the dance floor, which which already gives me anxiety. To go talk to Dominic, right? And Dominic, Dominic. does not give a flying fuck about hey, Dominic, what I'm about to uh, say. Covino, I've, I've, I've come here to give you words of wisdom. And, and, you re- and you remember what he said. Do you remember the story? Yeah, that's great. Do you know uh, Little C? <laughs> no. No, was it? No, 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 no. Do you know Goomba Johnny? Okay. So <laughs> on the East Coast, there's a guy who's a very prominent guy, nice fellow, but he, I mean, he's a very, years, pop, a very popular ago. DJ, and his name was Goomba Johnny, right? And of course, this Italian kid thought that Goomba Johnny... Just on name credit alone was the guy to know. So I go, hey, man, look, I'm, I'm Christine's boyfriend. <laughs> you know, she wants me to come tell, you know, talk to you. If there's anything I could do for you, let me know. Like, if you want to get me a resume, I could at least get it in the right hands. That's yeah. probably the most I could do. Yeah. But if you're involved, look, the only advice I have is, is you know, outwork the other people and outlast them. And, and yeah, man, you could work in this industry. Just just get me your info, and I'll pass it along. Yeah, that's good. Uh I, I know Goomba Johnny. <laughs> so then I'm caught up in like, well, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's cool. That's I, cool I, I know Goomba Johnny too. He's, yeah. a, he's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, 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 I, yeah. But that's it. So I, yo, don't worry. So I know I, Goomba no, no. Johnny. Yeah, but I try again. I'm like, but so yeah, you know, if you're interested in maybe getting involved in production or whatever, I can hand off. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think you heard me. I know Goomba Johnny. I, I'm go- I almost went, like I'm good. And he went back to his turntables, put his headphones on or whatever, and he totally fucking dismissed me. Oh. And I walked back to the table. She's like, did you talk to him? And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, he's a jerk off. But I'm like, yeah, I told you he's not interested. You know, so that's when yep. keeping it real goes wrong and, and why being nice doesn't pay off all the time. Two stories that I wanted to share with you. And I appreciate that. That's my rant. You know, don't give people's information yeah, out, and 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 I guess be kind and rewind. But it's cool to be kind. It is. It's it's <laughs> cool to be kind. Isn't it cruel to be kind? No, I think you it's gotta cool be, to be. You kind. gotta be cruel to be kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, be kind, but know that it's it's not always gonna 
work to your favor. Mm-hmm. You know, it just won't. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Only half of men think that kissing another woman is cheating. Like centaurs think this? I'm confused. No, humans. Oh. Men. Not half, ha- of, not half men. Not, oh. no, not men with a human uh, upper body and a, and a horse but lower body. No, not, I'm like, not, where did they do the study? Half, in Narnia? <laughs> a study from Narnia says. Centaurs. Yeah. Uh, when, it comes to fidelity in re- when it comes to fidelity in relationships, a new study surprisingly found out. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly found out that 50% of men think that kissing someone else is not cheating. Is not cheating. Wow. Who are these guys? The study was done and asked over 2,000 adult men about their sexual preferences. About 51% of men also didn't consider cyber sex with someone else stepping outside of their relationship. So well, I, I so, look at it this way. There's different levels of cheating. So when right? it comes no, but when it comes to cheating, people are saying 50% of men are saying kissing isn't cheating. And then more than 50% of men are saying if you or her is talking to someone on the internet and flirting and doing something on the interweb. That's the lowest level of that's, cheating. That's I guess. not no half are saying that's not cheating. Well, again, like I said, I think there's different levels. Uh, family and relationship. You know, years psych- ago, that wasn't considered cheating. You know why? Because it didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, family and psychological, uh, family re- relationship psychotherapist, Dr. Fran Walfish says all of these men are in. I don't denial. take advice from psychotherapists. Why would I do that? <laughs> um, I prefer my therapist to, to be just ratio of therapists. Yeah. Uh, normally, uh, uh, well rounded therapists. Right. Uh, the guy feels a tinge of guilt for what he knows is wrong behavior, and he can't tolerate or bear that feeling of guilt, so he rationalizes by telling himself it's not cheating, says Walfish. Those numbers were a sharp contrast to the women participants, where over 70% of women thought that smooching or cybersex was indeed oh, cheating. Oh, well, smooching's different. It's much more innocent. Oh, and a kissing and smooching, two different things? If you say smoocheroo, it's even more innocent. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if I gave a girl a little smoocheroo, how is that cheating? 40%. But if I was kissing a girl, that's cheating. 40% of all responders, men and women combined, thought that catching your significant other, browsing, dating apps and websites was a breach of trust. Okay, you keep going back to that. So are we talking about kissing or, or, or no, cyber flirts? Well, I'm saying that... These are the things that came up in the study. These okay, are, these so these are, these are two, two different sub, su- subjects. But I think the thing that's most surprising, which is the headline, is that can you believe half of men don't think kissing someone's cheating? I, I do find that odd. Me too. Have we gone to the point where we're so desensitized as men, thanks to porn and, and other things we're subject to and exposed to, or unless they're like, uh, you know, licking my nuts, it's not cheating? Not Kiss, all ho- kissing a woman is cheating. Not all hope is lost. Jake, however, uh, what do you think about Wal- that? Uh, Walfish says that one-time acts of adulter- adultery can be fixed if the guilty party takes accountability, expresses remorse, and takes time to rebuild the trust. But if going into the acts, these men think it's not wrong to begin with, then there's a bigger issue. Meaning, if someone knows infidelity is wrong but does it, that relationship could be mended through counseling, communication, forgiveness, and stuff like that. But they're saying if people go into these acts not thinking they're wrong, then you're sort of doomed. Jake. Jake! I'm kind of 
Is kissing cheating in your young millennial mind? Well, it, it depends on the level. What do you kissing. mean? Like, if, so if I just give someone a, a, well, first of all, a kiss on the cheek is. Oh, yeah, that's no. not shitty. But a brief, like, count. yeah, kiss on the lips. A peck, I don't see a that. You, you kick, uh, a you peck. kiss a Uncle Nunzio on the cheek. A peck, you know, like. Like a peck on, on the lips? lips? That's, pretty, that's an intimate. That's... But, that, like, as a greeting? Wait, hold on. No, because no, that's no, an intimate no, moment no. regardless. There's there, so many levels. So, Jake, if you, if you have with a kiss on the lips? If you have a girlfriend, yes. let's say you had a girlfriend. Yes. A girl yes. that called herself, Yeah, Jake's my boyfriend. Yes. And you kiss some other girl on the lips, and yeah. it was like a. But in an no, intimate wait, no, way? No, wait, or no, greeting? no, no, no. I'm saying, even if it was. If it's quick and, like, that's a kiss. I'm talking even it can, if it's even just a little peck, no tongue, but it's like a soft, slow, like like smooch. I think that is way different than a peck. Drunk makeout different? I don't know. What, I, I'm trying to decide what these guys are saying is not cheating about it. What all led to that, though? That's what I mean. Like There had to be some sort of weird close encounter in conversation for you to get that close in the first place. Getting feedback, people saying, hey, I think it's only cheating on your significant other if they find out. If they never find out and it doesn't hurt them or doesn't harm the marriage or relationship, what does it really mean? Yeah, I'm not at that level of understanding. I don't, I don't think that way. I'm just reading our feedback. I know a lot of people do. I, I think at a certain point in life, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I, think, uh, I think kissing is cheating <laughs> and, and, and on any level. Unless, of course, it's a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> or, like a, or, unless, or unless there's some awkward, weird greeting where you happen to peck a girl on the lips. Who, who did this, sur still... who did this uh, survey? Says who? The, the, the says who guy? Says who? And, I, and I'm not just saying that. I, I mean that. Says I mean, who? Kissing is, is absolutely cheating. No, Why is it I not? Just, I, Again, there's different levels. Like, I could, look, ready? Let's say Jordan's like, and then I kissed him. It was a weird moment, right? I'd be like, <sighs> I might be able to get past that. So again, levels. So if she was like, and then I started swinging from his penis, I might not be able to get past that. Mm, okay. Yeah. So there's levels. What I, about the the always the go-to joke in every sitcom, but of two girlfriends who are drunk at a club or at a bar, or whatever, or even just a little tipsy, and they end up making out? Is that technically cheating if they both have a boyfriend? Technically, or? but I don't care. Again, levels, lower level. There's oh, you kissed another woman. I guess that's cheating, but so I don't how care. How is that a lower level though? If it's another dude. It, it, because I, my insecurities would say, I'm happier that there's no penis involved in this scenario. Penis is involved if in the she other wants, scenario. If she, if she wants to make out with a girl, I'm she's, less, looking I'm less, uh, she's looking for something. She's looking for something that I don't have. Yeah, like I don't care as like, not nearly like, as much. Uh, intimacy. My ego, my ego says I could deal with that. You know, I don't know why, because technically it's the same. That's why I'm saying, for the record, yeah, it's still cheating. I just care less. All right. If you would see, this is what people love to say, and I and I roll my eyes at this because I do think it's probably the right answer, but I hate the answer. If you wouldn't do it in front of your girlfriend or wife, then it's cheating. It's That's a, probably it's, it's a good gauge. No, it's probably right. That's probably right. You don't want no no guy or woman wants to hear that answer. Yeah, but I wouldn't jerk of off in front though, of my yeah. girlfriend. Is There's that cheating? A lot of things. That I <laughs> no, no, do no but I'm saying with someone with it. someone of the opposite sex. I wouldn't take a wanted, shit in front of my wife. If you want to do this in front of the person you're with, then 
some say, well, then that's your that's your own little personal definition yeah, of cheating. Just, I think that's a good uh, assessment. I think that's a good way to. Garden City, Kansas wants to know what's the loophole with the strip club, guys? Because guys will go to the strip club and they'll have some girl rub their titties and ass in his face, and they'll be grabbing butt cheeks, and then they go home and they'll yes, they'll be doing was a strip club. Yeah, everything about that scene makes me feel awkward because I I also don't like seeing my friends with their creep face on. I've talked about this for years. Yeah, but I don't I mean, like to right. see my friend Spot with his fuck face on uh, a seat away right, from but, me. But Jake, look at that, for instance. Spot's married, right? And Spot yep. seems like the more, most moral guy in the room most of the time when yes. it comes to that stuff. Even though he does ask every woman if they're discreet these days. That's true. But if he's in Vegas and in front of not only us, I think my wife was there one time and Spot's like, go get, gets a lap dance in the back room. Where does that categorize? I know. Where does that categorize? Is the strip club an exemption? Mm, no, no not really. That's that's what the that's why there's that's why it doesn't make sense. Isn't you know that what I mean? when you get into a dangerous area when you start going? This is an exemption. This is an exception. Or you know, no, like, but I'm, and but then I'm, you're just going to start more and more saying like, oh, but but that is it was... because it's feelings and real life is involved? Like, do do most women say if he snuggled with some girl he met at work I'd be furious but I'm okay with some girl slapping her ass cheeks on him at a strip club is the strip club exemption some weird thing because if you're talking about what's what's cheating when you really think about it how is that okay it really isn't I'm trying to think of a loophole the only time it would be okay is if you went there as a group and your lady was there with you and you all had fun together uh, that's probably an awkward scenario, but more acceptable because if you go back to the previous point, would you do those things? Would you be nose ass deep in front of your girlfriend and then paying that bitch? Nose ass deep. <laughs> nose ass uh. deep. You know? So again, these are, it's just a weird loophole that we sort of, uh, roll with in society, but it doesn't make it right. All right. What if. What if you found out the girl you're with was never physically touching another guy, but there was a guy that she would flirt and talk and text dirty with and was was doing so it's solely internet and phone related cheating but different levels like I could deal with it. You know, I could deal. Well, again, men and women are different, so I got to give you the fucking we got to have these conversations all the time. They always seem to come up. <laughs> levels so I can mm -hmm. accept it but women connect more on emotional levels than guys mm -hmm. so yeah it means more to the woman than the guy there's a difference there so if a woman was connecting in that way yo there's some real connection going right, let's, on let's talk if a about guy was connecting in that way he's just fucking talking from his dick he doesn't care well, let's let's give you a couple there's scenarios no, there's no emotional connection let me give you let me give you a couple scenarios that are going to give you the nervous farts Let's say you found out somehow Jordan left her phone out or something. Let's say, let's say no, you, she wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I know you're the revolting blob. No, no, you wouldn't. Let's say you found out Jordan. No, was texting some guy, telling him how she wishes she could be with him, sending him nudie shots, being like, "I wish I could be with you," flirting. You're so hot, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I want to be with you." And you got so Zach Efron. No. So, so let's say it was total flirting, sexual talk, 
nudies back and forth. Nudies. Oh, man. Let's say it was Different n- level. Let's say it was nudies back and forth. Nudies. All that stuff, right? Versus she was out with her girlfriends at a bachelor party at a club and made out with some fucking dude. What would you rather? You would rather neither, but what would you rather? Technically. Okay? Here's where you would be caught. Okay? You're like, well, uh, I prefer the strip club. Uh, I prefer the text because no contact was made. That's what you would say. Right? But in reality, the texts mean more to the woman because she's connecting mentally and emotionally. To that guy. To that guy. So as a guy, you should be more okay with the actual physical contact she had at that one time at the strip club. So based on the stat that we just saw out of the New York Post, if you're just joining us, yeah, a new survey, surprisingly, surprisingly good. This is very surprising. Very surprising actually, that yeah. they're saying most men, in fact, 50% of men don't consider kissing a random person cheating. And I more than, disagree and, with and, that. And more than 50% think that... Any type of cyber or phone flirting or infidelity is not cheating. Where women... I think that's more cheating for women, to be women, honest. Women, over 70% of women think that those two things are cheating. But half of men don't seem to think kissing someone or online stuff counts. Let's go to line one. Oh, Devin, our intern. Not not here today, but he's listening. What's up, Devin? What's up? Hey, guys. How are you? What's, What's your up, take on this, buddy? So uh, I, I think it's definitely cheating, but one of the main reasons why I think that so is when you kiss somebody, it's not just a kiss. It's usually like a grow and like you're feeling. There's hands involved. There's other things rather than just like a peck, which I think that's when it begins to constitute as cheating and something more. But if it's just a peck, I don't really know about that. I, th- yeah, I think there's something very intimate about I think there's two thi- two very intimate things when it comes to sex and, and intimacy. And by the way, Devin, have a happy Thanksgiving, brother. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well. And rock that fanny pack. Don't listen to anybody, man. Mental <laughs> mind strength. Yeah, you know who used to rock a fanny pack? The fucking rock. Yeah, the rock rocks a fanny pack. There's two things I find super intimate. Kissing and oral sex. Oh, yeah. Because kissing is your way of saying... Kissing is your way of saying, like, I can't resist you. It sounds really pervy when you think about it. I can't resist you, but I, my mouth needs to fucking touch your mouth right now. Like, I'm so drawn to you that you want to grab that girl and just fucking plant one on her. You want to kiss her because you're feeling so much... You're, you're built up with so much attraction and emotion that you're like, I need to grab this girl and kiss her. That's very... I want to kiss you. That, no, that's very mentally... Very Joe Namath. That's very mentally stimulating. So when it comes to intimacy, I think kissing someone... And then the selfless act of, I want to please you orally. I want to please you. To go down on a woman or to have some girl want to just go down on you and put your junk in her mouth. Oh, yeah. But you know how intimate that is? Yeah. Having sex with someone, to me, believe it or not, is less intimate than those two things. Yeah. Yeah, you're Yeah. You're having sex, but it's really just like a mutual, like, oh, we're good. It's a, it's a mutual trying to get off thing. Oral sex and kissing are, I think, so much more intimate. Especially the oral sex. If oh your girl, God, yeah. yo, if your girl has sex with someone else, it's like, oh, man, she had sex with someone else. Oh. But to think that she's like, went out of her way to be like, I want to please his dick and yeah. suck it. Every, yeah. every is, nightmare yeah. scenario oh. ends up like this. Did you blow him? Did you blow him? Ah, did you blow? Yeah. It, uh, that's really what guys want to know. 
I think if if I think if I found out Sarah <laughs> fucked a, if if I found out Sarah fucked a dude, you know what I'd say? Oh man, really? She blew a dude. I'd be like, no! <laughs> I don't mind. Did you bump? 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 Because to be honest, I think the idea of your significant other receiving oral sex doesn't even bother me because I'm like, oh, they get off. Like if Sarah said, no, honestly, if Sarah said, hey, listen, I'm just gonna sit back and some some person just is gonna voluntarily just uh, please me. I think that's just a person's, you know, it's a very dumb liberal mind set to have when it comes to this very open-minded. But Jake, if if you're dating a girl and she's like, I did nothing for this guy, but he just he just went down on me. Yeah, yeah that's level, like the levels. That, no, like, but that's like levels. The, I'd be like, like, I mean, it's hard to pass <sighs> up. I guess you're right. You're right. But when you become the person that wants to please, I find that in the same category as kissing, where you're so unable to resist this person, set, resist resist this person, sex. It's like mutually getting off and beneficial. It's I, I find sex the least of it. So 50% of men say yeah. that kissing is not cheating. We here on the show, all of us collectively disagree with that. Uh, Jake is more on the fence, but I, I think we all agree that kissing absolutely is cheating. None of us would want to know that uh, if our significance did that. Uh, so I, I could make, you know, consider me old school. I prefer my woman to not kiss other dudes. Oh, look, Lake Havasu is saying if her if and, her and dude I, and I think that it would be wrong if I was kissing other women. Lake Havasu is saying that if her guy got a blowjob from another woman, she might give her her guy a high five. She feels like if he's just sitting back receiving, she doesn't care. She does not want her guy giving emotion or love back to someone. Yeah. She Ooh. makes a great point. Yeah. Like, she's insinuating, like, him receiving oral sex is, like, advanced masturbation. She should do, like, one of those TED Talks. For women. For women to understand that a point of view. Talk. Yeah, head talks. Great, great point. Interesting, right? I agree, Rich. Oral sex, way worse than sex. Yeah. Again, but all levels. So, yeah, I would say that's the worst. When the woman, from the guy's perspective, if your woman was pleasing, straight up, selfish, selflessly pleasing another guy, that's the worst. Palmdale, California said, I'm with you guys. I hate the answer, but let's be honest. If you have to justify your actions in any way to your significant other, you probably did something wrong. Do you still have your socks on is always the question, too. Yeah. That's from Tennessee, yeah. If you feel like you did something wrong, then you probably did something wrong. Man, we, we have a lot of nice, moral, good people listening. Here's the question, though. Ready? Let's say... I hate this conversation. No, this, this is a real tricky one, though. Here, ready? You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, sugar? Are you ready? Are you ready, pumpkin? Are you ready? <laughs> so listen to this. Let's say you're at a bar. You're getting tipsy. And... Jaquan style? Fucking hot chick. Her buddy in the club! Hot chick is there. Getting tipsy. She's also tipsy next to you. You guys get into like a real like awesome conversation. And you're starting to connect. And it's like a magical moment that you didn't plan for. You didn't expect, right? She leans in and gives you a, like a slow kiss on the lips. And you're like, whoa. Is this but a stranger? Then you, but yeah. But then you realize like, well, what the fuck, I can't. Th no, no, no. That was awesome, but no. Do you now tell your significant other, even though if that's where it stopped right there? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the like, That's why I like, who wants to live with that? Like, even that little guilt. I have, I, I have something called guilt nowadays, which I didn't have years ago, which I would not want to live even with that scenario. By the way, that's Ashley from Havasu. Ashley. Hi, hi, Ashley. I mean, Ashley. No, we're going to. She's Ashley. 
Because she's the girl that encourages her man to get blowjobs. <laughs> Ashley's a good woman. More women should think like Ashley. So, so, so play right, out so, that scenario. Uh, right, so, herb buddy in the clubs getting tipsy, 2000 style. You, and uh, You're like, yeah, this girl's so cool. And so you're, you're just like, zone. you're having like a, just a, a nice conversation with a girl, but she's vibing you. But you're connecting. You're connecting and you're, you're, you're in your mind. Yeah. This is a nice flirt, but I'm, I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. It, you slip up somehow. She kisses you. You kiss, right? Just <gasps> by a quick kiss. And then, you know, reality kicks in. You're like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm in a relationship. I'm married or whatever the case may be. Ma, I'm, yeah, a, I'm, a, I'm a peaceful man. I'm, I'm a school a, teacher. I'm a faithful man. Butter, buttercups, butternuts. Faithful. Right? Faithful side of you kicks in. Or, Do you now is, live uh, with live with the, the, the minor guilt that most people would think this requires? Or as Rihanna would say, unfaithful. Or would you now feel bum, impulse? Bum, 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 impulses? Will you feel the, what's the word? You would feel an impulse on your penis. <laughs> would you feel the need to tell your significant about that moment? Because that moment, so insignificant in the big picture, but could be so significant if you brought it up. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people like Fontana. Joe Fontana? Fontana, California said, guys, cheating... This list is bullshit. Cheating is cheating, and the lines are being blurred for some reason. That's hot rod. Um, cheating is cheating, no matter how small. I don't. Horton said that to the Who's. <laughs> what he about did. what about an emotional friend? That's from That's Schenectady. What if you had an emotional friend, no physicality at all, but it's like you're Schenectady. Like, yeah. You mean Ska black guy with the thick neck today? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen that one. No. Schenectady. Oh. Did you see uh, coming out this Christmas instead of Elf on the Shelf? It's Neck on the Deck. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen that That's one? Very or? funny. There's a lot of those. I love that the, guy. The, the black guy with the neck. You know what's funny about it? I saw he did a live stream, and all all these brother people were hitting him up like, "Yo, man, I thought you was like, I thought you was a rip ninja." He's like, "You a frail looking ninja with a big ass neck? Like, <laughs> how's your neck so big? Because you do. You assume that this guy's small. You, you, you assume he's fucking ripped. And then he's yeah. like, he's like some scrawny little black dude with a gigantic neck." Yeah, that's funny, man. Uh, that guy's sweeping the nation. So anyway, that's very funny. Uh, let's get to get back to that. Is that something worth bringing up because you have some sort of guilt about it? Well, I mean, or is that something you keep in your back pocket because you know it really meant nothing and it wasn't? I mean, do you want my truthful answer? Yeah, I don't or, know. I mean, because then it, it it paints me to be fucking a dirtbag. But I feel like I would give the advice to someone if one of my friends came to me and said, "Hey, dude, I was uh, at a work event and." Uh, some girl was hanging on me, and uh, there was some mixed signals, and she went to kiss me and kiss me. Should I uh, tell my girlfriend or wife? I'd say, no, you dummy. Did it mean anything to you? Are you a good, like? Are you trying to do the right thing? All it's gonna do is just cause all, major all, problems. All it's gonna do is put a little wrinkle in the in the fucking dinkle of your life. Uh, did you learn a lesson? Don't allow yourself to don't put yourself in those scenarios anymore. But you know, this all goes back to is, is kissing cheating, right? Again. It's on the lowest of levels, and it depends on that kiss. There's so many factors involved. Like Devin said, was there groping involved? Did you have a handful of her ass cheeks? Well, you know what, too? Uh, did you have your hand you, on the you, back of her head? You you, just, was, she, was she doing the, the grope? You, you, just said, she, you just said intention, and it's circumstantial, right? Because if it's someone that the guy knows or cares about, does that make it different than if it's some random girl he met at a bar that he'll never, ever see yeah, again? Of course that matters. Yeah, because if it's, There's so if many someone, factors. At a, if someone at a bar that he'll never, ever see again and she like aggressively was on him and stuff like that, 
so all of a sudden this guy's life is torn apart because he made uh you know I don't know. So many, so many. Yeah, I guess you got to factor in all these things. All right, eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. Let's take uh, just a few phone calls. And we'll move on. <laughs> Yuma, Arizona said, "Rich, you're right. Think about it. You can't kiss a prostitute, and they will only blow you with a condom. The two most intimate things." There you go. That's true. Yeah. Jason in Minnesota. We you're wonder. On the show. We wonder why the divorce rate is so high. This is from Massachusetts. A yeah. bunch of immoral, selfish dirtbags. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, look at this. This person's saying you are cheating when you're watching porn. All right, you lost me there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with that. But then again, you wouldn't do that in front of her, would you? What? To go back to the original thought. Oh, what porn? No, I set up obstacle courses now. Do you know this one? I don't know what that means. I set up things another one like obstacle the, course like the Sunday slide. No, no, no. I set up an obstacle course that uh, if I'm in the other room and I know that if if I just know that uh, it's not in the cards for Sarah and I to get it on. Let's say I just know it's not in the cards. She's tired, baby, time of the month, whatever the case, whatever the case may be, where I just know for a fact like I right, nothing. If I know things are not going down, nothing's doing nothing. If I know nothing's brewing, and I am fucking irritable, and I need to look at some smut. And I know that she's in the other room. I will set up obstacles so that I know if I could hear her coming in the direction of where I'm at. Like shovels? So if she steps on it, it hits her in the face? <laughs> yeah, no, I put a rake in the hallway. Right. No, I, I open the dryer. Uh, a whole, like a path of Legos? I, we, we have the, 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 the hallway, fate, the hallway door tunnel. The hallway door where the uh, where the laundry machine is. I open that door because it has a little crick, a little, uh, I, I, w, I don't WD-40 it on purpose. So it has a little... I could hear the you whole paint a a tunnel on the wall. So she's like, Where she this, walks in. Yeah, she walked into come it. From? Set up an obstacle course. Put like some of Emmy's block in the hallway. Yeah. yeah. I put some uh put some uh light bulbs in the hallway so she steps on them like uh home alone. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone. Obstacles. Uh Jason in Minnesota, you're on the Cavino and Rich show. I swung a paint can over the staircase. Blackout Wednesday. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving. So, uh, girl blowing a guy at a bachelor party, bad, right? But, girl blowing a guy at a bachelor party wearing a bear costume? That's not that intimate, right? Yeah, dancing bear porn. Now I know what you're into, Jason. <laughs> now, come on. <laughs> Wait, is she blowing him through the bear costume? You never, saw, the, the you never, saw, you never saw Dancing Bear? I don't think I have. Are oh, you want to wear? Of oh, the phenomenon we learned about years ago, <laughs> oh, the dancing bear. It's a guy that dresses up in a bear costume and dances at bachelor parties, and all the girls take turns blowing him. Oh, yeah, that's why. That's why Cavino under his yearbook photo would say, "Goal uh, to become a dancing bear." Dancing yeah, bear. Oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chuck in Florida, you are on hashtag the show. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We're what's good, up, man? Hey, I was just thinking that you know, it's like you say, there's levels to it. It's, you know, whatever you know is going to cause your significant other hurt, that's that's what the line is. That's a good good uh, assessment. But, yeah, there, there's levels. Yeah. There's levels like yeah. um, what Joe Bro sings that song? Levels. Like, levels. Nick, Nick levels, Jonas style. Levels. There's levels, Chuck, and I agree with that one. You know, you never want to hurt that, that person who's so good to you. Uh, that's yeah. the way to look at it. Like how hurt would they be? Would they be hurt um, if they knew what? just happened mm -hmm. but according to rich's latest study not my study i'm not a i'm not a scientist uh, well what article is that from? It's from the new york post the new york said. post is 50 percent <laughs> of men think that kissing is not cheating we're here to say nah i think it is 
So, Probably although is. we like to be progressive here on the show, um, you know, consider us old-fashioned when it comes to this one. At least consider me, Miles Davis. Like what you hear? Yeah. Of course you do. Want to hear more? Yes. Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Stream or download now and don't miss a minute of the show. Cavino and Rich on Faction Talk 103.